Imagine it is 1955 and you're in Montgomery, Alabama. The bus stops and you see an old tired lady walk onto the bus. Her name is Rosa Parks. The bus continues to move along until you get to stop where a white man is waiting to get on the bus. He tells Rosa Parks to get out of her seat and move to the back of the bus, which is where African Americans need to sit, but she refuses. Imagine that this is just the surface of learning her perspective. Listen more to this podcast to find more about the tragedies and stories that she has to tell. Lantern Productions presents The Movement. Welcome to the podcast where you can learn more about Rosa Parks during the Civil Rights Movement. Rosa Parks, Beyond the Bus. We're your hosts, Bella Thorne and Avery Reed. First, we're going to start off with a little bit of background information about Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks was born in Tuskegee, Alabama on February 4th, 1913. Her parents split when she was six so that her dad could go to the north and find a job. Her grandparents, but especially her grandpa, played a big role in shaping her and her life. There was a lot of violence against blacks and her grandpa was not having it. He was actually a slave himself. This is how he started to have harsh feelings towards white people. He wouldn't let them get anywhere near white people because of the experience he had when he was younger. She went to a school called Montgomery Industrial School for Girls and this school was created by white northerners to help educate kids who lived in rural areas. In these rural areas there was a lot of population with African Americans. Rosa Parks started an activist from age 6. At age 19, she married her husband, Raymond Parks, and then he told her to go back to finish school so she could educate everyone else. Rosa Parks worked for many groups to try and put an end to segregation. She also helped with the civil rights movement. She was part of the NAACP. She worked here for 14 years as the secretary. Her husband was also involved in this movement. She would do anything to help the organization because she wanted to play a massive role and make a big movement. The first story we're going to tell is that she was a rape investigator of African-American women who were raped by white males. The first story starts off in 1944 in Abbeville, Alabama. This case involves Rissa Taylor. It was Sunday, September 3rd, and 24-year-old Rissa Taylor was walking home from church with her friend, Danny Daniel. Soon, she was approached by seven young white men in a car, and they accused her of attacking a white boy in the nearby town. The men forced her into the car under the pressure of taking the married mother to see the sheriff. Instead, they blindfolded and gang-raped her. They threatened her to death if she reported the crime. Rosé Taylor did not hold back right when she came home. She told her dad about the incident that happened and went directly to the sheriff's office. Not only did she not keep quiet, her friend also, who witnessed the abduction, contacted the police right away. According to Taylor's perspective, she stated that the sheriff drove her to a store after hearing her story to see if they could find any of the rapists. Very soon, news spread of the assault, and it reached the Montgomery offices of the NAACP. They decided to send their most 
requested and professional investigator. Her name was Rosa Parks. Even though Parks tried her hardest to get involved with this assault and try to spread awareness and try to make a change, no charges were brought against the men. However, Parks' involvement in the case and Taylor's story received attention as a result of the book called At the Dark End of the Street. This book is written by Danielle L. McGuire, and it was published in 2010. The Alabama House of Representatives approved a resolution apologizing to Rasay Taylor. As you can see, Rosa Parks, even though she didn't get attention right away, she still kept going and kept putting her mind to making a movement and having equality for everybody. This is just a little bit about how Rosa Parks worked with the NAACP and one of her stories that should be spread along and known. Even though Rosa Parks tried her hardest to put resistance to the white men, there was no charges brought against the men in the end. Taylor's story and Parks' involvement in the assault received attention and the result of it was a book called At the End of the Street. The second story that I'm going to talk about today is about Rosa Parks and the involvement of Jeremiah Reeves, who was a 16-year-old black young man who was having an affair with a white woman. It all started when a neighbor discovered the couple, the white woman called Rape, and this caused Jeremiah Reeves to go to jail. Rosa Parks soon got involved and worked for years to free Reeves. She personally met with him and helped him get his poetry published in the Birmingham world. However, on March 28, 1958, Reeves was executed. Rosa Parks stated, Sometimes it was very difficult to keep going, Parks admitted, when all our work seemed to be in vain. Although Rosa Parks did get attention, all of it wasn't good. On October 9th of that year, a jury refused to indicate the defendants. So, Rosa Parks decided to send letters to the state governor, telling him, in quotes, fail to let the people of Alabama know that there is equal justice for all of our citizens. After this, she kept trying to spread awareness and make sure that people know why she wants to show equal justice for everybody. Rosa Parks then goes on to talk about her own arrest on the Montgomery bus in 1955. She states, one of the worst days of my life. And she explained that even though she knew other people on the bus that she, when she got arrested, they didn't try to help her fight for resistance. Now we can know that even though the perspective of Rosa Parks is an old lady getting on the bus who just decided to one day give up her seat and who was in a very grumpy mood is the wrong perspective. We need to realize the stories and the movements that she has helped made our world become a better place. And especially 
to show what resistance really means. We hope you learned from this podcast stories about Rosa Parks and get information on how she wanted to cause a movement in history. She used her life as a way to show resistance and help others.